This is The Roxanne Show. Get ready. It's time to rise. Welcome back to another episode of The Roxanne Show. And welcome, you guys, this is the first episode of 2024. But check it out. If you're listening to this at any point in the year or 2025, whenever you're listening to it, um, you're going to get tremendous value out of this episode. I'm going to break down five undisputable success habits that you need to either A, create into your own life or B, if you're already, you know, utilizing some of these habits in your life, this, this episode is going to help you establish a stronger relationship with them. So to fortify these habits before I get into it, I have an invitation for you if you are one of the beautiful women in my community listening to this or watching this episode, I'm inviting you into my exclusive membership for women queendom. This is a free membership. You have to apply, but it is free. Why do you want to join queendom? First of all, it's where we get to connect on a much more intimate level. I do pop-up lives there. I do one Q&A every month so I can really connect with you and source um, any challenges that you might be having and, and support you throughout them. But that actually, I feel, is secondary to you being in this incredible community with like-minded, empowered women who are also on this self-mastery, self-discovery journey so that you can continuously receive support from the women in the community. It's a very sacred, special femininely edged space. We have a lot of fun. There's a lot of incredible memes. We do challenges. Um, the conversation about podcast episodes carry forward in Queendom. It's just, it's a really rad space. So I'd love to have you join. If you'd like to join, please go to the description box. If you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening, go into the show notes. You will find the link to Put in your information so that you can apply to join Queendom. My team will get back to you after the application has been filled out. And I will hopefully be seeing you in Queendom. Let's get down on these five powerful success habits that will put you ahead of 99% of people. Okay, so first of all, habits. Habits are making up our entire life, right? It's like our behaviors create these habits that curate our lives. So your habits are really important. And I don't think I really need to tease out that concept to my community here because I know that so many of you are really dialed into the value of having great habits, habits that are going to support you in your life, which doesn't mean that all your habits are doing that, but you at least understand the importance of having more habits that are supporting you than not. So in this episode, I am so excited to tease out these five habits that put into place strongly. So again, you might already have some of these habits and this episode is going to just put more fire behind them. Or maybe these are habits that you don't have yet that you really need to, you know, take this information in and, you know, have it become so um, undeniable to you that you are going to put in the work to start committing yourself to developing these habits. Because these habits, it's interesting. It's like, you know, you're going to hear a lot of these habits and 
probably it's it's not going to be like something that you haven't heard before. But the hard part is the implementation. The hard part is the consistency, right? But that's where the whole getting ahead in 99% of people comes in. Because the truth is, is that most people have a hard time with being consistent, especially with habits that or like this, that are going to demand some more discipline out of you, at least in the initial, you know, or maybe depending on the habit in your life, you know, maybe it will always demand discipline and discipline is a beautiful thing. Um, But the point is, is that all five of these will absolutely not only help you just get ahead in your life, you know, in the ways that matter to you, but you're also just going to feel better every single day as a result of how you are moving through your life. You're really going to feel better about yourself in the process. And, you know, in my world and in my teachings, it's always about the inner shaping the outer. It's always about winning from the inside and the outside, right? So I'm going to, you know, tease out each of these habits one by one, and I'm going to share Uh, some books at the end of each habit that I think are going to be really powerful to support you to develop the habit or at least get you more dialed into um, that specific habit. Okay, so habit number one, manage your energy and your time better. So energy management, time management. I put energy before time because I believe that when you are really good at managing your energy as a byproduct, you get better at managing your time. If you don't have energy, it doesn't matter how much time you have. You don't have what it takes in the system to be able to do the things that you need to do, right? So it's really important to, first of all, understand that concept. And then second, start doing what's necessary to curate more energy in your life. A lot of times it's going to come down to lifestyle, first and foremost, like sleep. You know, what are your sleep habits like? You know, if they're all over the place, if they're, you know, not serving you, if you're waking up and you're tired, you're never going to be able to perform at optimal levels, at great levels, right? So getting your sleep dialed in is really, really important. Then, of course, there's nutrition. If you're eating foods that steal your energy, you know, you eat and then you just, uh, I want to take a nap. Mm, not really great, right? You want to eat and feel like, okay, I have energy now. You don't have to be jumping off walls, but like you feel sustained to where you you have some energy to move, to, to move you into the next thing, whatever that thing is, right? This is, you know, optimal nutrition. So this is really important, right? And then, of course... There is managing the energy of what you are ingesting by way of conversations, um, you know, any media, you know, all of this stuff is affecting your energy. If you are talking to someone constantly who is negative, who feels like, you know, every time you get off the phone with a person or step away from the person, you feel like you need to take a nap or you just feel tired you probably need to put a boundary up to protect your energy more. You know, boundaries are very, very essential to, to first of all, maintain wellness in your life, right? But especially when it comes to energy management specifically, if you don't have strong boundaries, then, you, and even with yourself, like a boundary for, with yourself could be like, 
my heart out to go to bed is nine o'clock. I'm not going to stay up till midnight watching Netflix. You have to put that boundary, you know, on yourself. But then, of course, there's boundaries with other people, too, you know, that are going to make a huge difference in the energy management that you have, right? So energy management comes first. And then, of course, managing your time and being very organized is really important, right? There's nothing, (laughs) the visuals in my head, sorry, so it makes me laugh. But if you're not an organized person, it just, you know, it doesn't feel good. I mean, I am, I'm not asking you to become OCD, but I am asking you to become more deliberate and intentional with how you structure your day-to-day life. You know, get a planner if you don't. Every night before I go to bed, I write out my next day, right? Sunday, I do this kind of whole week situation in in my computer and my schedule, but then things come up every day, right? So every day, every night before the next day, I'm adding those to my next schedule, my next day schedule. This is so helpful. You know, I don't wake up like, what do I need to do? You know what I mean? It's like, everything's just in there for me. So all I need to do is follow you know, what's, what's on there for me. Right. And it can be really easy to be like, Oh, I'm too tired. I don't want to do this, but that just extra five, 10 minutes. There's no way that I'm going to say no to doing that extra five, 10 minutes and then have it steal from my tomorrow. Right. So even if you're tired, it's okay. You can write out your day. Don't skip this. This is a big move that's going to help you. You know, you develop this as a habit. It's going to help you just wake up and have more structure and organization to your overall day. You know, again, boundaries comes in really, really solid here too when we talk, talk about being organized. You know, if if you have a certain amount of time to get something done, then you need to be very, you know, specific about what you're doing, like who you're engaging with, turn off your phone, whatever, like to put your focus. And we're going to move into that because that's certainly one of the habits here. But what I'm saying is you have to have strong boundaries around that time that you have organized for yourself to get whatever it is that you need to get done. Period. End of story. So energy management, time management, and then your organizational skills. And I'm actually grouping this as one, because I feel like when you actually get really good about managing your energy, again, byproduct is you start to get a lot better at managing your time. And to get better at managing your time, you are going to become more organized in that process because they kind of, they they support each other, right? So again, I'm grouping this as, as one thing, but this is essential. And it's certainly the starting point because again, anything else I'm about to share with you in the rest of the episode, the the other habits, none of them matter if you don't have the energy. None of them matter if you're not, you know, structured and, and have good, you know, organization with your time. So this has to be the first habit out the gate to help you do the rest really powerfully. Okay. So number two, let me share a book that I love so much. Truly one of my top 10 books, at least in this category. Um, that will be really supportive for you to not only just be able to manage your energy and your time with, but especially to put the boundaries to help you manage all that. So the book is Essentialism. Um, I don't know how to pronounce the author's last name, Greg McCohen, McCohen, I think. Um, Anyhow, 
the tagline is the disciplined pursuit of less. So I am by nature more of an essentialist. Um, less is more for me, truly. I'm very, I love quality. I don't like a lot. I just like quality and I'm very particular, but that's not just, you know, that's not necessarily what this book is talking about, but I, I do connect those dots. This book is really, it's, it's, it's a book about being so ruthless about cutting out everything that is not essential in your life so that you can have all the energy that you need and want to focus on what is essential in your life. You know, and and it's just a it's a fast read. It's a powerful read. And I highly suggest if you have not already read this book that you jump on this. It's 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 so helpful. All right. So let's move on to number two. Number two, skill development. Skill development. This is a really big one. A lot of people, this is like the path. Like, I'm gonna go to school, I'm gonna learn this thing, I'm gonna make that my job, my career, and then I'm going to stop learning. That's actually most people. I'm not saying that's you. I'm not saying that's everybody. I'm saying that's most people, you know? And that sucks. That's sad. You know, you don't want to ever stop learning. You want to learn skills specifically because skills, first of all, skill acquisition is true wealth. You know, the more that you have, the more skills that you have, the more valuable that you are. Like, even if you're just thinking about in the workspace, kind of in your career, right? Um, But also, even just like socially, you know, you're just more of an interesting individual. You certainly can add to more conversations, you know, and I, aside from even all of that, the, what you give yourself just you know, from a kind of even spiritual perspective um, is really valuable. Like you, I'm not saying it has to be a skill that you go and you make a business out of, but learning to, it could be learning how to cook. It could be learning how to garden. It could be learning how to, you know, fix something in your home. It could be, you know, anything, tech, beauty, like there's endless things to be learning. The point is, is that not only is this so healthy, healthy for your brain to keep your brain actually in a very healthy state as we are aging. But it keeps you getting up every day with some sort of inspiration. And that's really important for your vitality as well. You know what I mean? You don't want to be the person who's on the hamster wheel, like, oh, doing it again and again. Like that person is not adding anything to their life. They're just getting up and going through the motions. But acquiring new skills means that you have to be, you have to apply your curiosity. You have to apply your imagination. You probably have to persevere and be a little gritty at times. Like you have to put the reps in to get better at the thing. You know, I know in my own life, I'm so grateful because I am just so naturally interested in so many different areas that it has afforded me the energy uh, to want to pursue various skills. And I've acquired a lot of different skills, also moving through different careers in my life, you know? I mean, I love that I can, you know, choke somebody out, like do, you know, do a guillotine or an arm bar or something. And I can also 
get you ready for your red carpet event or your, you know, the cover of your magazine. I could also guide you on how to create a podcast or, you know, build, you know, a digital business, right? And those are just some 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 of the skills, right? But it's really, it's really special actually to, first of all, just hear myself say that and really acknowledge that, but to know that I'm genuinely equipped with the skills to deliver you know, the way that I just shared, right? And again, like socially, it's really cool because that, you know, I'm a geek about, you know, all things biology, neuroscience. I mean, and I have put, not necessarily created a, like develop a skill, well, maybe in some aspects of lifestyle, you know, like cooking and, you know, how to take some of, you know, the information in those, you know, areas and then apply it into my real life application. Yes, there is skill in that, like even in training, right? But then sitting down and having conversations with people, there's just, I can go, I can go all over the place with people, you know? I don't have to just, you know, speak to one kind of person because that's the only kind of person I know how to connect with because I only, you know, have this within me, right? So what I'm saying to you is this, it doesn't have to be a skill that, again, is going to help you create more money or do anything like that. This is about you developing you, learning more for you. If it is so that you can, you know, add to your business or create it, great, perfect, fuck yes, you know? But I just don't want you to get hyper-focused on, oh, a skill has to be, you know, useful in that way. No, a skill could be useful in so many different ways, right? A skill could be learning a new language even. But it's just the idea of keeping your brain activated in this way, keeping your spirit interested in this way, and keeping your self in this constant state of pursuit in a very healthy way that is exercising the intangibles that are so valuable, like your perseverance, your grit, your discipline, you know, your focus, um, your creativity. I mean, this is all really, really important stuff that you want to keep very potent and activated in your life. So, you know, pulling it all in towards the, you know, five habits that get you ahead. This is definitely, again, because most people don't do this. They stop short. They're like, oh, I, this, I got my degree. Like I'm now this is it. This is all I'm going to focus on. Um, I'm saying again, even if it's just these kind of skills that, you know, are hobby related, doesn't matter. Just keep learning new skills. It will continue to pay you for the rest of your life in a multitude of ways that are going to feel really, really good. All right. So the two books that I'm going to suggest relating to um, skill development. So one's Atomic Habits by James Clear. And, you know, that's not necessarily hyper-focused on developing a skill, but developing the habit, you know, that will allow you to create the skill to, to get into that relationship where you're building the skill is important. So I think it's a great book to put in there. Um, Mindset by Carol Dweck, really important. Again, it's not so focused on skill uh, acquisition, 
per se, but it's focused on growth mindset versus fixed mindset. And the growth mindset is the mindset that's going to keep you in that pursuit to want to learn new skills. You're open and you're constantly growing. And then the third book is um, Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. And that is absolutely going to be a very powerful book that is going to help you just get into this realm of developing yourself, putting in the hours, the continuous hours that will help you to not only develop new skills or a skill, but to master a skill. All right, let's move on to the third one. Habit number three, agility and flexibility. One of my quotes, you can't snap a string. Can't snap a string, right? And it's so powerful because you don't want to ever put yourself in a position where you are going to snap, i.e. be rigid and break, right? We're not trying to become breakable here. We are trying to be very agile. Like we can move, we can flow with life. Like something hard comes at us, like, okay, we're going to move with it. We're going to, you know, you don't want to ever be so stuck that you could just be pushed over, right? And this is just not, you know, being agile and flexible doesn't just help you get ahead in your business. Um, This is a life skill because life is in motion constantly. We are in motion with life. And there's so many ups and downs and twists and turns and ins and outs and all of it, right? That if we don't know how to dance with all of the movements psychologically, you know, emotionally, physically, then we're going to have a hard time, you know, like a a not, like it's going to really not feel great a lot of the time, right? But if we can learn to just move through things with more agility, more move through things, meaning move through more experiences in life with more agility, more flexibility, we're just going to have better outcomes, you know, so this is something that you really want to focus on. And there are there are ways that you can support yourself, like basically be intentional about creating more agility, being more flexible. And the number one way to do that, meaning you're controlling the experience, is you got to put yourself in a different experience so that you can experience a new you know, it's like a new stimulus and that you have to respond to, right? Because if you're always doing the same thing, there's no need to be agile, you know, to be agile and to be flexible. So the way that you can develop your agility and flexibility outside of like life is just going to give it to you, you know, your life is going to certainly give you experiences where you're going to, you know, need to to move in this way. But if you want to practice your ability to be more agile, to be more flexible, then put yourself in some situations that are going to force you to do that. You know, I mean, even doing things like the cold plunge, you know, it's like, that's not easy, (laughs) you know, and, you know, you have to learn how to be, how to, how, how to get your nervous system into out of fight or flight, you know, um, not, not immediately, but like, as you're sitting in that cold plunge, you know, you do your breath work and you start to get into that state where, you know, you're not panicking anymore. Your nervous system is not panicking anymore. And, you know, you'll be surprised the transfer over to how that moment will make you more agile and flexible in 
other areas of your life, you know? I mean, I know in my life when, because of there's so much hard things that I do physically in training that if something comes at me hard, oh, this didn't work out, or oh, we got to do it this way now, or that thing, you know, broke, so sorry, we got to do this again. You know, mentally, I'm like, all right, you know, let's let's move, let's go with it. I'm not like, no, really? Oh, no, what am I going to do? It's like you just, you learn how to maneuver through challenges specifically, you know, when you're thinking about being more flexible and more agile, you learn how to move through challenges um, much more powerfully, much more fluidly, right? So, and then I'll close on this, that one of the most important things is you got to have an open mind, right? And let's go even spiritual here for a moment, you know? Um, I think that when you really believe that everything is always working out for you, no matter how fucking gnarly that might seem at times, like, how is this working out for me? This, you know, hardcore circumstance here. Well, I don't know. You're going to have to live through it and find out, right? But if you really, really believe that, it keeps your mind open, which then helps you maneuver through that moment with more agility, mental, emotional agility, you know, and more flexibility, right? So that's that's the whole thing here that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about just being physically, you know, agile. I'm talking about emotional agility. It's really important. And on that note, there is a great psychologist who wrote a book called Emotional Agility, um, who I think would be really great. The book would be great to, to get, Susan David. And then another book that I absolutely love is Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goleman. And that is, you know, both of those books are really, really powerful that are going to help you just get into this mental state where you start to really understand the power of emotional intelligence and the, you know, how to be more emotionally agile to move through any moment of your life with more fluidity. I mean, that is definitely a skill right there. So check those books out if you've not yet already. Number four, focus and concentration. Of course, of course, that one was going to come in here. Focus and concentration is huge because, I mean, without it, we don't get anything done that matters, right? And we live at a time where it's becoming harder and harder and harder and harder to get real good focus and concentration in. You know, we we have, I mean, this 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 thing right here, right? It's like just demanding our attention at all times, and so we have to be more diligent. And, you know, more ruthless about the boundaries that we have on our focus and our concentration. Um, there are many ways to do this, obviously, and everyone's lives are different. But, I mean, if you, for airplane mode or do not disturb, you know, for me, it's like do not disturb because a lot of my work actually is on the phone, right? So I need my phone in my hand. But do not disturb means, you know, people can't call me. I'm not going to get the notifications that's going to steal me from the deep work in that moment, you know, where I have to concentrate, um, work, you know, again, this goes back to number one, but being organized with your time too. time blocking really helps you set the boundaries around, Hey, this time belongs to this thing. And then you drop in, you put your phone on the do not disturb or airplane mode. If you can, you know, um, you, you know, you lock yourself in the office or or you go somewhere where no one's going to bother you or, you know, people can't just come talk to you. However it is that you need to essentially isolate yourself. This is a healthy form of isolation. It's a small period of time where you're isolating yourself. You got to do that, 
You got to do that for you to be able to really drop in and get that deep focus in. Um, Binaural Beats, I really love too. There's a great app. There's several apps, but there's a really great app that I love um, that has a bunch of different binaural beats that you can listen to that support focus and concentration. And, you know, this is real science-backed stuff, so it's not just like some theory. It's It, it works, you know? So putting, putting them in your headphones before you're going to jump into your deep work is really valuable. But the most important thing, honestly, is that you have to be disciplined to create the environment in any which way that is necessary and, and applicable to you in your life so that you can dive into your focus and concentration. I mean, the cost of breaking your focus and concentration is a lot. Like it takes time to try and get back into that state. So you want to protect, you know, the, the whatever time you allot for yourself as much as you can so that you don't have to come in and out of focus and concentration. You can actually put yourself in the state of flow. I mean, that that's where you want to be, especially when you're doing something that, you know, is really important. When I'm writing my, I'm writing my first book right now, you know, and for me, the goal is always to get into a flow state. And so for me to do that, you know, I, I don't have, I have do not disturb on, you know, I, I don't have anybody bothering me like people, you know, I'm just, I'm in this very enclosed space with myself where I can drop in, do that deep work and get into this flow state where all of a sudden I'm like, what, how did two hours just fly by kind of thing? You know, that that's the goal. So books for um, habit number four, Atomic Habits. Again, James Clear. I'm sure so many of you have read this book, but maybe not. Maybe some of you have not, or maybe, you know, you've been hearing about it and now you're like, oh my gosh, I got to get this book. I'm telling you, get the book. It's going to be great to help you. Again, it's centered around developing habits, but focus and concentration is a part of that. So it's a solid book. And then another excellent book on focus and concentration, deep work essentially is called Deep Work by Cal Newport. So check out those two books and let's drop in to the final, final habit that's going to put you ahead and have you kicking ass on all cylinders in life. All right, number five. Number five is prioritizing your self-care. Massive, huge. It's the anchor. So in track, when you run the relay, you know, the person who like the fourth person, the last person is the anchor. Really important. Every, every role in, in um, the relay is important, but the anchor is really important because if you're behind, that's the person who's going to get you ahead to the win, right? So self-care, I mean, come on, you know, it's like if you are not taking care of yourself, your health, your vitality, then Everything that I just shared with you doesn't even matter. You know, I mean, energy is a part of this or like connected to each other, right? Because your vitality gives you more energy. But you would be surprised how, no, you probably wouldn't be surprised actually. <laughs> I take that back. It's so easy for, especially a lot of high performers to overlook this one right here, to overlook the self-care to not take the breaks from the computer and the blue light and to get up from your seat so you can go get some steps in and get some sunlight and, you know, get that panoramic vision that's so good for your brain, for your nervous system, you know, to manage your sleep better 
so that you actually have energy. You're repairing overnight. Sleep is not just like, oh, so I wake up and I feel good. Well, yeah. But it's also like when you're human growth hormone, like when your brain is getting cleaned out, right? And you're getting, you know, the the hormone, you know, kind of reboot that you you need and you want so that you keep your vitality strong, right? So sleep is so important. And then the, obviously there's so many other forms of self-care, right? Self-care, um, you know, meditation, totally, breath work, you know, sauna, um, time with your loved ones, you know, like healthy breaks from the grind, from the the hustle, from the constant doing so that you can be more in the being that you are. This is really important. You know, you have to, you know, I, I look, it's a lot, you know, we all, there's so many moving parts to this thing called life, right? And I know, you know, it can feel overwhelming a lot of times because especially now, you know, especially with social media, it's like everyone, you're just seeing everything. And it's like, how do I be great at everything? Or like, how do I, you know, dominate and create the skills and manage my sleep and do, yeah, I get it. It's a lot of work. However, it's the best kind of work. It's work that keeps you in your highest state of you. It's work that helps you optimize and sustain your vitality it's work that helps you feel better in your own being. This is so important. And then all of that helps you produce, you know, stronger outcomes um, and experiences out here, outside of you, right? So you don't have to do everything at once. You just need to start doing what you aren't doing yet in this list that I've shared with you. Inches make the mile. One of my quotes, like micro changes every day, starting with your mindset first, like deciding that you're going to do it. And then you just start to move incrementally. The micro is what builds the macro. And that has to be remembered, right? So it can be really easy to be overwhelmed by all of this, right? Especially in the self-care part of it. But that's a waste of energy. Let's just not be overwhelmed. Let's just decide that, you know what, I'm going to do better over here in the nutrition part. I'm going to do, you know, better over here in the, you know, spiritual self-connection part, which form of self-care. And, I'll, you know, get up, you know, a little extra early and start journaling or meditating or, you know what I mean? Like connecting with my future self, right? Um, You know, I'm going to make sure that I, you know, hit 10,000 steps a day. Like, Whatever it is for you, just all I'm saying is that this is a really important piece here to the whole habits, five habits that help you get ahead of 99% of the people. And to be honest, that's just a catchy headline. It's not about anybody else, period. This is just about you. This is about you creating a life for yourself that you feel really good about. That's what these five habits are really about. It's not about you trying to beat other people. Again, that's a great YouTube headline. <laughs> we got to do that sometimes here, just keeping it real. This is about you keeping yourself in such a high state of vitality, in such a high state of self-connection, in such a high state of performance because you matter, because the life that you are 
creating for yourself is a life that you want to feel really enriched by. You want to feel fulfilled from. You want to you want to curate these incredible outcomes for yourself because you're worthy of that, right? So there's a way to do this. And I know, I know that these five undisputable habits will absolutely help you get there. You look at anybody who's living a life of true fulfillment. I'm not talking about one-dimensional success. I mean, like they, you look at them and they're like radiating vitality and they feel very calm when you're with them or in their presence if you, you don't know them personally. And they have developed opulent, you know, material and, you know, beautiful things in their life and they're living with purpose. I would bet money that all five of these habits that I just shared with you are activated strongly in their life, right? So again, let's go through them. First one, energy management. So energy, time, and organization. Second is skill development. Keep your brain constantly invigorated and your curiosity super turned on so that you're always learning, learning new skills, skill acquisition. Number three, agility and flexibility. So emotional agility, how to move through your life with more flexibility so you don't become rigid and easily breakable. Number four, focus and concentration. So you can actually do deep work. You got to go deep to go far. Remember that you got to go deep to go far. You know, doing an hour of flimsy focused work that can't touch 20 minutes of deep work, right? So it's less about the amount of time and more about the quality of focus and concentration in these moments. And the number five, the anchor in these habits, prioritize your self-care. Prioritize your self-care, period, end of story. So those are the five I've got for you. Please let me know how this episode resonated with you? Did it give you a boost of motivation? Did it bring something to your mind that you weren't thinking about and now you are and it's valuable to you? Any and all of the feedback is so valuable to me here and to my team. You know, we love knowing that the content that we create and share is actually making a difference in your life. Before I close out, I'm going to ask those of you who have not already given The Roxanne Show a five-star rating review please take a moment to go into the show notes or the description box if you're watching on YouTube. There's a very easy link to go in, hit five stars. And if you'd like to write a review, I love reading the reviews. It means so much to me and my team. We are at this show every single week producing everything that you gain from it with all of our heart and soul. So it's really helpful for you to contribute to the show in that way because it helps the show get out to more people. And that's the goal. So thank you to all of you who will take a moment to do that. Thank you to all of you who have done that. And I will catch you guys on the next one. See you. Queen, this is your call to greatness. If you are ready, and I mean truly ready, to shift anything in your outer experience, your outer reality, your finances, your health, your relationship, anything career related, um, anything spiritual, Any shift that you want to make that has to do with your reality has to first start with shifting who you are, your self-identity. My Future Self Digital course is your supportive blueprint that helps you achieve this. 
the inner shapes the outer. So when you get crystal clear on your core beliefs, your core values, your core desires, your high hard goals, you know, when you learn how to rewrite parts of your past that maybe don't feel so great and instead leverage those experiences to be fuel for you to expand and to grow. This is how you start to change the game behind the game of life, which all starts and ends with you. I've designed this course from my heart, soul, and experience to be a femininely fierce experience for you to uncover and connect with your most authentic self. And as a future self student, you get three months free membership access to Queendom. This is where we really get to connect. Queendom is such a rad, sacred, empowered space where every month you get a live Q&A call with me so we can connect and troubleshoot any area of your life that you would like or just get some encouragement from me as well as the other queens in the community. This is a really sacred space and I will see you in Queendom.